0: NFL being back.
1: Should be a party, right? Everyone's excited. We have football for 10 straight hours. It's going to be great. We're all going to win a
0: ton of money. No. It was all pain and suffering and more pain. I am on Full tilt mode. I couldn't
1: even watch the second half of that Cowboys-Bucks game. I had to turn it off. I had to go to Chipotle. I had to eat away the pain of today. And that's what I did. And I just came to make this video. We want to lighten Leonard Fournette's workload. Let's keep him in the 60% of the snap. Uh, 60% of the snap range. Rashad White, he's been phenomenal in camp. He's going to have a big role in this offense.
0: All right, let's go. Let's re- recap my lineup here. So, um,. I didn't play Leonard Fournette.
1: Yeah, because I was buying into what the coaching staff was saying. And Leonard Fournette played 102% of the snaps and went for 200 yards. And there's so much pain about this shutdown slate. Low-owned Godwin um, didn't end up playing him, but he was a great GPP play. He gets hurt, so over-owned Julio gets there for the people. Julio has like three carries in the ground. Like, what are we giving Dusty Julio end of rounds for? I like, think someone make some sense out of that for me. Like, why are we running end of rounds to Julio Jones? Oh, and don't get me, don't get me started on the main slate, too. Main slate, I shoveled my money in the fire. A couple points away from cash game, cash games, deciding between Randall, Cobb, or Dotson. I'm guessing you can tell where I went, right? And then prize picks, almost more of the same. Just Putting my money in the fire. Took the under in Leonard Fournette. He hit the over in, like, first, first half of the first quarter. I did take the over in Noah Brown reception, so it just doesn't matter. So, again, I am... Um, this game really pissed me off. Like, I couldn't... I really am... I'm actually, like, really mad. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's a recap of my lineup. I went to... Um, I went to Ferguson just because I didn't know who the the Cowboys number three wide receiver was going to be. I talked about it for a while. It it was going to be either Houston or uh, Fioko. If you guessed right and went to Houston, well, uh, then you probably made some money. Because I think Houston has like two or three catches at the flat men. I went to Ferguson. Now, Ferguson's been out there for for a decent amount. But um, he didn't run a ton of routes. um, But, yeah, that's just... Recap is is gross. This is the winning lineup right now in my tournament uh, for that cap. That captain, Mike Evans, Brady, Schultz, Kulik. Cool I, I just, I can't look at this. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to throw up my Chipotle. I got to, we got to move on. And it doesn't get much better too in this Monday night football game. There is a Millie maker though. There is a Millie maker. So I'm excited for that. But Broncos, Seahawks,
0: ugh. Whew. Whew. Disgusting game.
1: Hopefully it's better than the game tonight. We're just all defense and kickers. Once again, I want to mention this. I would load up on the defense in the preseason against like all four string players. No turnovers. Offense right down the field. We have two really solid offenses here. Just kick the ball like a hundred times, a bunch of punts, sacks. All right. Enough of enough of today, because I'm just I'm ready to move on. I'm, I'm ready to move on. Uh, to this Monday Night Football show. So let's do it. <clears throat> we'll start off <clears throat> with Den- uh, sorry about that. Denver and Seattle. Again, it is a 44 over under, and we currently have the Broncos at seven point favorites. we got Russell Wilson returning to Seattle. Um, so what, Russell Wilson at the top 11. I mean, this Seattle defense, not going to be great this year. So Russell Wilson didn't have his best year last year, was you know a bit banged up at times. Um, I think he's probably the safest play on the board just because I like the matchup for him against Seattle. Um, obviously, you know, revenge game narrative. That's a little bit of rushing upside. He's, he's similar to Dak Prescott. Right? He can go get you 20, 30 yards in the ground. So I think Russ Wilson looks right there at the top. Now, running back, we have Javante Williams at 10-2, MG3 at 7-4. I don't love the price points for either. You know, last year was kind of an even 50-50 split with these guys. Now, Javante Williams, I think everyone can, can see that he is the more talented back of the two. But that didn't always mean that he was getting more carries. So like I said, it was relatively even split with these guys. Um, now, like I said, I do think Javante is more talented, but 10.2K for a guy that, what do we expect in this year? Like 60-40 split with those two. Maybe at best 70-30 Javante Williams, MG3. So that's the tough part here. Again, I like the matchup a lot. It's just like Javante is, is going to be splitting snaps with Melvin Gordon. Now again, how much they, like what, what, exact the, what exactly is the split? We're not sure. But um, I would guess somewhere probably like 60-40, I think, for for Williams to to MG3. Um, So it makes both running backs in play. I don't think either a must plays. Um, But I do expect this offense to be better with Russell Wilson running the show. A wide receiver, we have the top two options here in Sutton and Judy. Sutton's at 9-4. Judy's at 8-2. I guess for the price, maybe a small, small preference to Jerry Judy, um, who missed uh, a lot of games last year, came back, back around week eight. Um... I think he's a pretty talented wide receiver, and it's been interesting to see how he uh, plays with Russell Wilson, and we didn't see any of that in the preseason. And then Court Sutton's a 9-4. Again, these are your top two targets. Both have a ceiling. I think both are firmly in play. You can play them both together if you wanted to stack up Denver in this game. Um, I think that's totally fine, but a small preference for me for Judy just for the discount. And with the backup of quarterbacks, so uh, Albert O is 5K. He is uh, listed number one on the depth chart, so um, I think he's a solid option. He wasn't on the injury report. He's only, again, $5,000. Last year, he had to deal with Noah Font, too. Again, is actually on Seattle. We'll talk about him. But yeah, Albert O, um, if he's going to be playing majority of the game at 5K, like he's a solid receiving tight end. So I think he's a decent salary relief play. The Broncos defense, I do like. Now, Like as I've said so far in the showdowns, do the opposite. And I said that in the Sunday night showdown. I was like, I'm not really interested in the defenses. This is projected to be a high-scoring game. And the defenses are smashing. So I do, I do have interest in the Broncos. So that means the Seahawks are putting up like 45 points uh, tomorrow. But yeah, uh, this, this Seahawks offense is not going to be great. I have uh, no trust in Geno Smith. So I do think the Broncos defense are viable there for a, it's a lower total game. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're not, it's not like the Broncos D is super cheap, but they're, they're in play for me. Then KJ Hamler, I expect him to be available. He should be the number three wide receiver. They haven't listed as questionable, but he played in last preseason game. Um, He's been practicing in limited fashion. And you're getting him at uh, a relatively cheap price point for a guy that um, I think he's going to, if he can stay healthy, I think he's like a solid wide receiver. I do. So uh, should be playing uh, some of the slot there, KJ Hamler. So yeah, 4.4K, I do think, uh, assuming he plays, I think he he will, is a decent value play. Uh, McManus, again, kickers. Obviously, in play, uh, kickers had especially who are the who's the Bucks kicker? Hey, here, or is that the Cowboys kicker? Is it suck up? I think it's suck up, but um, yeah, the McManus 4.2k does make for a pretty solid play there. Other than that, um, I and mean, we can take a look at the Denver depth chart. So they have uh, Eric Tomlinson listed as the number two tight end, but he's really just a blocking tight end. Eric Salbert is the third string tight end. A wide receiver, we do have rookie Montrell Washington as the number four guy. He is only $200. I expect him to play. And if Hamler doesn't play for some reason or maybe they kind of take it easy in the snaps, you could see uh, Washington get extended a bit more. And at $200, I do think he's a dart throw you can consider uh, for Denver. And yes, that is it for Denver. Let's move on to Seattle. We have Geno Smith, only 8.6K. Now, as I said, I have very little faith in Geno Smith, but it is cheap, right? 8.6K, it's pretty cheap for a quarterback. Um, so he's in play for that reason. If Geno Smith was like 10K, 10K plus, like majority of the quarterbacks are in the showdowns, wouldn't have much interest. But since he's a lot cheaper, that does make him in play. You would think it's going to be a good game script for them, right? You would think that Seattle's going to be playing from behind, so... Yes, Geno Smith, definitely viable for the price point. Now, um, we do have to keep an eye on Kenneth Walker. I don't think he's going to be available. They they surprisingly have him listed as questionable. He hasn't practiced all week. You with that hernia, so I'd be pretty surprised if he plays. But if he does, and like, there's no limitations, you can definitely play Walker, Ken Walker rookie at 2.2K. But again, I, I'm not expecting that. So with that being said, Rashad Penny should be uh, the early down back will probably utilize a bit in the past game as well. Um, he had a good year down the stretch, right? When, when he came in and was given, you know, starting uh, the starting role, he made the most of it, right? For the last five games, he played over hundred yards. So with Seattle kind of struggling or with Seattle having subpar quarterback, probably below, below that, uh, they, might, or they might rely on the ground game a bit more. So uh, I do have some interest in Rashad Penny, especially if Kenneth Walker's out, um, I think he'll be a guy that uh, they try to get the ball to early and often. And a wide receiver, we have Metcalf at 8-4 and Lockett at 7-K. So I think the ceiling is higher on DK Metcalf. Now, it seems like the last couple of years with these Seattle wide receivers, it's one or the other, right? At least like, the last like two or three years. Or however long DK has been in the... It's been two or three years he's been in the league. Now, I forget. But it's like one of these guys will crush, and the other one's going to completely bust. And there's like almost no in-between. Um, So... When things do go right though, I do think the ceiling is a bit higher in DK Metcalf for what it's worth. But I do have Anderson in both the, the, the main Seattle wide receivers. I don't think I would play both together unless you're really confident in Geno Smith. But yeah, I think the ceiling's a bit higher in Metcalf. Lockett is a bit cheaper at 7k. Um, so that's kind of my take on the Seattle wide receivers. At tight end, Noah Fawn is 6'2. So another revenge game for him. Um didn't do a ton in the preseason, but we know he's a, a decent pass catching tight end. Had to you know, just average year last year, nothing crazy, but um, yeah, I think he's fine. Again, kind of just indifferent on him. Don't love him. Don't hate him. The back quarterbacks, obviously the kicker, Jason Myers in play, the Seahawks D at home. I mean, they are a lot cheaper, but I just have very little confidence in the Seahawks defense this year. So um, I would prefer going to Denver. Uh, so lock in a Seahawks pick six to start the game and then scrolling down a bit more. So They do have D. Eskridge, the rookie, listed as the number three wide receiver. Now, if he, in fact, is going to be that number three wide receiver, I do think at the flat, or not the flat, but $1,000, it makes him a solid value play. They also have Marquise Goodwin, who they have listed as the number four wide receiver. So um, I would prefer Eskridge for that reason of he's listed ahead of him on the depth chart and cheaper. Um, doesn't make Goodwin completely out of play, but again, I think Eskridge, assuming uh, he is going to be the wide receiver three, and that's all indications are he's going to be four tomorrow, that makes him a decent value play. Now, I do have some interest in Travis Homer, especially if Kenneth Walker's out, right? Because Homer's list- listed as the backup running back, and he's a great pass catcher. So, kind of how I see this going is, assuming Walker doesn't play, is you're going to see a lot of the early down work for Penny, maybe a little receiving work, and then a lot of the third down uh, opportunities there for Travis Homer. So I do like Homer get him out there. They also DJ Dallas, but Homer listed ahead of him in the depth chart. I would prefer him at 1.4K. DraftKings is a full point PPR, which I think makes him firmly in play for value. Uh, below that, I mean, Will Disley's the backup tight end. Again, more of a blocker, but he's $800. If these showdowns go like they did last year, just play as many tight ends as you can. Uh, and that's basically it. Um, then you're just kind of talking like like third string tight ends and like number five, number six wide receivers. There's not much else here. I'll just keep an eye on, on the actives and actives. So that was important um, for tonight, right? Because Tolbert was inactive for Dallas and that changed some things that, that made Noah Brown, a really good value play. So I'll say, you know, keep an eye on the actives and actives. I'm um, just a couple surprises, even like how Rudolph feel. Like that was not, we were not expecting that uh, he was inactive uh, today for the Bucs. So, Always, uh, when you're making your lineups, just make sure to check that and make sure all your guys that you have in your lineup are actually playing. So I think like Tolbert's like 2% uh, in the big tournament. So uh, that's just, again, putting your money right into the fire playing an inactive player. But uh, yeah, guys, so I think that's going to wrap it up for the video. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I do appreciate you guys for watching. Thanks for putting up for uh, my uh, ranting at the beginning of the video. And I'll see you guys all
0: in the next one.